I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Marshall Choi, SVP product at Samba Nova Systems. And what we're talking about is the fastest AI supercomputer in Europe, which is a project that Samba Nova Systems is developing with OTP Group, a banking group in Central and Eastern Europe. How important is AI to the future of banking, Marshall? Well, that's a great question, Robin, and, and a great tee up for uh, what's uh, you know really going to be the change agent for transformation in banking over the next several years. And so the, the short answer to your question is, I think AI and banking is very important. I think, uh, you know, as we've seen numerous technology transitions over the years, things like the Internet itself, mobile computing, and now AI are all things which are going to drive huge transformations in banking, not just from a technology stack perspective, but from a business process and applications perspective. And maybe one thing that's even more important to consider, which oftentimes gets thrown by the wayside, is the organizational implications. Those three things all put together, you know, with AI, you know, as the the common thread, I think will lead to significant transformation and forward progress in banking as, as we go forward here. Now, it's quite a claim to say this is the fastest AI supercomputer in Europe. What does that bestow upon the project? And why does it need for banking? I mean, I'm going to be managing my accounts and my investments, for example, through this system. Why the fastest supercomputer? For better or for worse, people love to talk about the performance metrics as one me- one of many measurements, in my opinion, of, of the uh the importance of something, but uh, you know, performance. I think is is uh, it's just a, a common measurement, and I think it's important in that the bank is really looking to transform everything they do with AI, and so that essence of performance and scale is something that's important. We're not talking about just a a single point use case to add some novel services for uh, you know client facing customer services, for example. We're talking about fully transforming the banking operations from the front office to the back office and using natural language processing, which has performance latency uh, you know, needs. You, know, you don't want to have these long pauses and waits for computation. It's going to affect the bank across the board. And really what they're looking to do is how do they make the majority decision-making AI-enabled? And you know that has effects again from the front office to the back office and 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 all the workloads in between to the point where you know and this is just a, you know my bold uh, assertion here is you know maybe maybe in five years from now the banks that are implementing AI drop the word bank from their names because they've then been able to move into you know so many adjacent marketplaces and industries and 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 become conglomerates that banking is just one of many lines of business that they engage in you know who knows we'll see check back with me in 5 years i just have this mental picture of an unwinking red light and a voice saying dave dave you've overspent on your overdraft again dave Oh, boy, we, we, we certainly do get carried away with all that science fiction has put out there for us. You know, I think, uh, you know, to some people, AI is the, to, to your point, the robot overlords that are going <laughs> to take away all of our jobs. But I think really, you know, this is just another great technology transition and, and another set of tools which will, uh, you know, make life easier and more efficient and more cost effective. And 
you know, it's much more than, than that robotic voice. It's, uh, you know, if you look at banking, you know, one of the most uh, document heavy industries out there. And, you know, there's so many uh, manual processes that are that uh, require the, the creation of text, the extraction of text, the generation of documents. I'll, I'll give you an example of a, a common workflow, which we're using natural language processing and AI to automate, make more efficient and make more accurate. Uh, which would be, uh, as an example, claims processing. The way that happens today is somebody phones in and, and gives a verbal update of what's happened. The person on the other line takes down and, and scribes the notes. Another human then inserts the appropriate fields of a, of a text document, and that gets processed, and off to the claims department it goes. A lot of process, a lot of human labor, Therefore, uh, quite a few error-prone steps in the process. With AI, we can automate that, and we can do this in a way that is, is succinct and accurate and therefore bring greater efficiencies and transform the banks uh, in how they do this from a technology business and organizational perspective. I think one of the interesting things about this particular partnership is it's not just Sambanova Systems as, as the, the tech provider and OTP as the bank that's getting the tech. It's actually got the participation, you have the participation of the, the Hungarian government in this as well. What's the significance of having a government partner as well? Since most of the time, the worst thing you can hear in the world is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> well, well, I, I can tell you in, in our interactions with, with the Hungarian government, it's it's all been positive. Uh, I think that it, it is truly significant in that the partnership between the government and OTP Bank, OTP Bank and Samanova signifies what you see as a truly a national resource for AI being developed, which is being housed at OTP Bank and will be provided as a service to end users within the bank, of course, end users within other industries within Hungary, end users within the Hungarian government, and higher education and research. And so now what you see is a much broader picture of AI as a national resource being developed and delivered in partnership with private industries the government and higher education and research to then you know make AI a much more prolific technology stack across all of these different constituent organizations, which I mentioned. Let's go back to talking about the transformation of banking. One of the things you said earlier is that you could be looking forward to a time where banks stop calling themselves banks because they're, they're pervading other areas of industry, other areas of business. And banking is just part of what they do, and it's the facilitation. It's like something people have said to me about payments. The payment is just the process. Mm -hmm. The end result is buying the goods and services, and banks need to understand they're just part of a process. They're not the end point. Do you have a clear idea of where this journey is going and where it's going to end and what banks will look like and what the individual or the business's relationship with the bank would look like? Boy, Robin, I, I wish I had that crystal ball. I, I think, you know, I, I you know, well, the you're answer, building this for something. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the answer, is the, the one thing that, that is crystal clear is banking and financial services 
in the next five to 10 years will certainly look different than it does today. Now, what exactly will it look like is the you know, $64,000 question to which I don't think any of us have a, a clear answer to, but we do know that it's going to transform significantly from a technology perspective, from a business process and, and applications perspective, and an organizational perspective. I mean, just look back to how banking has changed in the last 10 years versus now, I think we're going to continue to see some incremental shifts and also some exponential shifts as well. I think we're, we're looking forward to a time where, you know, the next generation of retail clients, for example, let's talk retail banking, for example, is going to be significantly different than, you know, our generation of retail clients where, you know, we've made that transition from going into the branch office to, now a hybrid interaction with our banks. We have a new generation of people like my children, for example, who may never set foot into a branch office, who will only interact through first party or third party applications with their banking institution. And quite frankly, the the line between banking is, is blurring between other activities that these people engage in, including things like social media, for example. And so, uh, you know, banking in, in a way for the end user in the retail scenario could become completely ubiquitous. I need to press you a little bit on this point. If you aren't sure where we're going or what, what it's going to look like when we get there, what are the first steps along the journey? When does the AI go online? What's the timetable and what happens first? Well, we're bringing AI online in banking financial services now. So this is not a, a far-fetched future thing. These are things that are you know, being actively deployed and used today. There's a few things that, you know, that, that we see being changed and transformed already today. We're seeing with AI the ability to really uh, magnify the outputs of, of what can be done here. So let me get to uh, you know more concrete examples here is with natural language processing, you can do no- numerous types of tasks. The obvious one is language translation. What we're delivering to the banks for things like front end customer service applications is the ability to have more accurate and more timely translation, which is enabling banks to then bridge the barriers that previously existed due to language differences and, and difficulties in communication to now expand beyond the borders of where they're doing business today. And of course, they don't have the limitations of having to have all these physical branch offices anymore, but and, and no longer limited by language, which has really been one of the last barriers to reaching new customers, for example. Um, and so that's one area. On, on the back office side, we see AI being a key to bringing greater speed and accuracy to things in the areas like risk and compliance, for example. Things like know your customer and and anti-money laundering and fraud detection, which are all top of mind for the banks. Um, You know, a lot lot of work has been done over many years with very archaic computational techniques, which take a long time and and don't yield the, the results as fast as desired. Now with AI, what we're seeing today, not in the future, is significant improvements in cost savings and efficiencies. And really what it comes down to, why this is all doable today versus uh, just even just a few years ago, is that we now have 
providers out there providing not just software, not just hardware, but providing these as services, which the banks can consume and engage with at a level which does not require them to have the large numbers of machine learning and data science engineers that you might see in a large hyperscale web services provider. You know, not every bank has the the appetite, the budget or desire to employ 3000 data scientists and machine learning engineers. You know, that just slows down all the projects. You know, if you look at the uh, you know, unless you're, you're, you're located, you know, directly with an artery into one of the top university programs in the world, you don't have that time or ability to build that data science team, build that internal AI practice. You're a bank. You should be focused on the banking applications in your area of domain expertise. And that's what, uh, what companies like Salmonova are bringing with things like Dataflow as a service for banking. So we offload all the complexities and need for expertise in machine learning and AI, provide that as a service, and the bank can stay in their area of expertise, which is banking financial services. And so the, the lines of separation and collaboration are very clean and very clear. Thank you very much, Marshall Choi, SVP product for Samba Nova.